Hello, my fellow Dynasty lovers. Welcome back to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Today we are doing Season 1, Episode 5, which is titled Company Slut. Great title. (laughs) Um, This is a good episode. So um, it aired November 8th, 2017. It was directed by Cherie Nolan. I hope I said that correctly. And written by Christopher Fife. So um, on IMDb... The synopsis is Fallon and Crystal vie for the cover of a prestigious magazine. Steven's ex-boyfriend returns to town. And then on the Dynasty wiki page on fandom, it's now it's personal. Fallon plays a game of cat and mouse with Crystal as the two vie for the cover of a prestigious magazine. Steven's ex-boyfriend returns to town, upending Steven's life in many ways. Sammy Joe and Anders discover an unlikely connection. So this is an interesting episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter on my Dynasty account at AlicityXFallium, and then the Dynasty podcast on our Twitter account, the Dynasty Fan Pod, or Dynasty Fan Pod, sorry. And then if you have any questions or comments, um, you can just email me. I'll be happy to answer or um, discuss whatever you sent in. My email is the Dynasty Fan Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at AlicityXFallium as well, and Dynasty Fan Pod on there too. Um, so yeah, just follow me. I'll follow you back. You can hit me up. We can chat. Uh, you guys can tell me how you're liking the episodes, all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, this episode was very interesting. Lots of stuff went down. Um, as always, you know, we start off with a good. Fallon and Crystal banter, all that fun stuff. Um, we start off with a good old montage. You know, everybody loves a outfit montage um, of Crystal getting ready for, I think it's her first day as CEO of Carrington Atlantic, which is some big shoes, especially um, coming off of PR. Usually people who are in PR, don't really go for the CEO track, but, um, you know, you do you, I guess. Um, so yeah, we just see her just chilling, you know, um, trying on outfits that she's gonna have, because you know, you gotta have a fabulous outfit if you're gonna walk into your first day as COO of a multi-billion dollar company, especially if you're married to a billionaire, so that's fun. Um, then we see, then her and Fallon, you know, walk down the stairs at the same time, kind of reminiscent of last week's episode at the 80s party, or not last week, sorry, a couple episodes ago, um, at the 80s party, when they're walking down the stairs together, kind of as rivals. Um, the classic 80s song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, is playing, you know, a good song, you know, makes everybody feel good. (laughs) You know, Fallon makes a dig at Crystal. She's like, where are you off to, Crystal? Church? Lord knows you'll have to get down on your knees. (laughs) Um, Fallon's one-liners or, you know, comedic bits in this first season are really good. They're really funny. Um, She mentions that Crystal and Matthew's sex tape is still blowing up on YouTube. You know, Fallon leaked it. Um, They found that out, so they're not happy, but, um, you know, Fallon was like, well, since you're head of PR, I figured 
you know, you could handle it. You'd be pretty good at that. Um, and then, what, you know, once they leave for work, Michael offers Mrs. Carrington a ride and sounds like, uh, rude. Like, you're my boyfriend. Also, why are you offering my stepmother a ride? Like, you always drive me to work. And he's like, not today. So you can tell where Fallon and Michael's relationship is at right now. Um, he's kind of upset. Um, stuff like that. Then we get Fallon and Jeff, you know, talking about their work. And then he mentions that Fallon has been nominated in this business magazine for Woman of the Year. Um, you know, Fallon's super excited. That's like a really cool thing to be nominated for. I think that's pretty, pretty badass. Pretty cool of her. She was nominated for Woman of the Year, especially after her top woman in business, sorry. Um, especially after, you know, coming back from her dad's company and creating her own with Jeff. And then she reads the nominations and she finds out that Crystal is also nominated. To be honest, I don't know why Crystal is nominated. Um, she's in PR. I don't really know if... PR is the way that they're like looking for for this or if she was just nominated because of now she's COO you know I'm not sure but um so today she starts at Carrington Atlantic as COO um you know this board meeting has like a bunch of guys in it and she's one of the only women um and Blake wants the PR of Carrington Atlantic to announce that she was nominated for the women in business or women of the year thing or something um and then there is this confrontation in the lobby of carrington atlantic with blake crystal and claudia she shows up she looks very uh very distressed she um wants to pick up Matthew's death benefit um and you know you know rightfully so she's really upset she's like you're the only one benefiting from this death like all that stuff she's not benefiting because that was her husband um she doesn't believe that Willie his friend killed Matthew she thinks he's a setup maybe by maybe by the Carringtons we don't know um she goes like after Crystal she's like you don't have any feelings for me you can't be sorry you're the one who filmed yourself um sleeping with my husband and Claudia's like I don't wish the best for you at all um get back to work you company tramp tramp or is it company slut which do you prefer so there um you know we see the classic mentioning of the title of the episode in the dialogue so we see that a lot in season one um yeah so she mentions that she is a company slut which you know probably not the best thing that you want your employees to hear um just my opinion but uh that stuff happens and then there is i wouldn't say this is a confrontation but one of the women that uh, Crystal used to work with named Kylie approaches her and is like, you know how this looks for us, right? 
like that you're COO now you went from head of PR to COO it looks like um you're sleeping with the boss I mean she technically is but um she doesn't think that it's fair she doesn't think that Crystal got promoted because of her skills in business and stuff like that she thinks she just got it solely based off the fact that you know she is married to Blake and I mean that's a fair argument you know um she's talking about how you know the conversations that were going on at that time about women in the workplace and how you know it is proving these people right about you know what they're talking about and that it's they don't need to work their way to the top which and then she's like I can't believe I'm saying this but you know at least if Fallon got the COO position nobody would accuse her of sleeping with the boss and then Crystal's you know she says something like oh well nepotism's not good too and and the woman who confronted Crystal's like well yeah that's true but at least you know nepotism will only look bad on Blake's end it won't look bad to all of women and prove that this is some stuff that women do it just will make Blake look kind of like a a jerk for promoting his own daughter versus you know promoting his wife that he's sleeping with so I thought that was a really interesting point that she brought up especially I know I keep bringing this up but especially since Crystal was in PR usually people who are in PR that's a different department you know I mean correct me if I'm wrong but usually they're there because they want to focus more on you know like the public relations aspect versus actually running a successful multi-million or even billion dollar company and you know managing all these different employees and stuff like that they're just responsible for the ads and the commercials and how people are seeing this company so you know whatever you think but that's just my opinion on that um we then meet this guy who's coming in uh steven's office his name is ted denard and we find out that ted and steven used to have a thing they used to be they used to date they used to be exploit they used to be boyfriends um all that stuff steven kind of brushes him off though so it you know it makes it seem like steven doesn't want to see this guy which is like why like you know i mean i guess people may not have the best relationship with their exes but um why wouldn't he want to see him maybe something bad happened you know like what's gonna go on so it's gonna be interesting to see that develop for sure um and then when Blake is walking down the hall this woman I'm not sure exactly what her position is but she's worried again about Crystal being ready enough to be the COO um she's like she's too new um some of the clients that we help that we work for or we use are not happy that this CEO is so green, which means new. Um, they're concerned that you just promoted her because she's your wife. Um, and they're threatening to, you know, stop working with Carrington Atlantic if they think this is what goes down there. But she's like, I'm happy to 
step in as replacement COO for a while, which um, I think Blake agrees to. Um, she's like, it puts her in an uncomfortable position, but maybe think about it. Actually, he doesn't agree. My bad. Um, he's just, you know, looks kind of shocked and stuff like that. Um, we then go to the photo shoot with all these women for the Women in Business magazine. And, you know, Crystal doesn't really want Fallon to win. And Fallon doesn't want Crystal to win. Um, it's that <laughs> day old stepmother, stepdaughter rivalry uh, that we have seen since the beginning of the show. So, um, Fallon's like, you don't have a chance at this. Um, you know, you're not in business. They won't show you because you have that sex tape out. Um, that'll set us back decades, you know, stuff like that, which I mean are, are good points and Crystal's agrees that those are the points, but, um, you know, she can still, you still can tell that Crystal was kind of hurt by that. So she basically goes over to the director and is like, Hey, like, what if, you know, we did this all together? And the director's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, all of these women are very powerful businesswomen. What if we are all on the cover together and she's like oh that's interesting like obviously one of only one of them would win the top woman in business award but they'd all be together and be showcased together and crystal's like this is probably the best move for your magazine i headed a fortune 500 company in pr for a couple of years i know it'll get people to choose a magazine over you know like an online article and the director the photographer of this photo shoot agrees so she's like all right cool we're gonna do something different this year like everybody we're gonna get in the frame and Fallon is pissed <laughs> the face that she gives is hilarious uh Liz Gillies does a great job at showing facial expressions and how Fallon is feeling in that moment um so Fallon stands in the center of the picture and the director keeps moving her. She moves her to the back when she when Fallon is in the center and then she moves her all the way to one side because she need, she wants to like break up some colors and Fallon is not happy about any of this. She wants to be front and center. So when they end up showing the picture, it's funny because she's making a face. Um, after that, we see, you know, Ted now comes to the manor and Anders is upset that he's here obviously you know their relationship had an effect on a lot of people if Anders is upset as well um we don't know really what the extent of their relationship is or what had happened but he says he screwed up and he knows that but he's changed and he maybe wants to get back together um and then he mentions that he had been clean for two years so um, this obviously leads to believe that maybe him and Steven did drugs together or that was one of the things that broke them up was that they didn't, Steven maybe didn't want to be around him while he was on drugs, um, which I mean makes sense, but then he mentions that Blake paid him off. Blake paid him to leave Stephen alone and to leave their property and to not come back. And he said that he wasn't in his right mind, so he took it. Which I guess makes sense, but 
you know, it's probably still very, very hurtful to Stephen to hear that. So, yeah. Um, but Ted says that he came back because he was looking for an excuse to see Stephen again. And that it's good to see him. But Stephen's like, I don't really want to mess up. I have a mess up anything in my life right now. I have a good thing going with my dad and my sister. And, you know, I just want to be the best idea to chat. So yeah, there's that conversation between them. Um, and then um, Fallon confronts Colhane and, you know, they're kind of still upset at each other. They're like, sounds like you're sleeping with the enemy um, and you should apologize for sleeping with Corey. And he's like, why do I need to apologize? You know, just classic kind of like couple banter or whatever. <laughs> you know, we, we'll see this a lot from them. Um, just on and off arguing uh Fallon then goes to this bar and she sees this the woman who was directing the photo shoot and the magazine campaign and she's like hey so you know a really close friend of my dad's owns the magazine that you work for um and I don't think that he would like it if you put all these women on the cover when you're promising that you will put the top woman of the year on the cover um she's like well I'll sure make sure that I'll tell him that you know you were trying your best and your freshest idea came from a woman who's only been in this business for a couple of years even though you've been in this for a long time you know she kind of looks taken aback I mean she's being blackmailed so I wouldn't be too happy either but um, then we go on to the, like, little banquet. I'm not sure if it's a banquet or if it's just a party, um, for this woman of the year thing. And, you know, um, we get down, we see all the women sitting on the stage. Diana Davis, the editor-in-chief of the Atlanta magazine, um, is making her speech. She, um, is going to announce the winner, and the winner is Fallon and she's the only one on the cover she acts surprised you know she, like she didn't know even though she blackmailed this woman you know classic acting like that classic Fallon <laughs> um she makes this speech about how you know she wants to congratulate all the women be- that are there and she wished that she wishes that um, they could all share the cover, which is really funny. Um, that part made me laugh. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was a good line. Um, she said, she makes a speech about how she sacrificed a lot to be there. Um, she wasn't just handed the job, she worked her way up to it, which is not really true. You know, we, the camera pans over to Blake and we see him kind of like scoff. You know, he handed her the job of Carrington Atlantic. Granted, she might have moved up by herself, but she did get the job there because she was Blake's daughter. And um, she creates opportunities for herself. Um, <laughs> you know, this whole speech she makes is just really funny. She had to sacrifice a lot. Um, she worked away from the ground up, all these different things. Um, she didn't just stumble into a COO job. <laughs> Which is really funny. Um, all of the, this whole speech is literally just a dig at Crystal. And she's like, but because I worked so hard, 
this is why I started my new company, which I'm building from the ground up all on my own, which if we remember from the previous episodes, Fallon got into the Morelli Green Energy Corp with Jeff Colby. That's their company. They work together on it. You know, Jeff obviously doesn't look too pleased that she said this, um, that she was working on this company all by herself. You know, it's their company. He's right to be, he's right to be upset. I mean, I'd be upset too if somebody said that something that was both of our ideas is just theirs, you know? So they might have a rocky relationship because of that or maybe like a fight or something like that. Um, And then after that, we get to Crystal telling Fallon off for what she said. Um, You know, Fallon's like, oh, are you jealous that you didn't get the cover? And Crystal's like, no, not at all. Let me toast you. And then she shakes up a bottle of champagne and takes the cork out and just like the champagne explodes all over Fallon. It's kind of funny. I'm sorry, Fallon. Um, She yeah, I wouldn't say she deserves it, but you know, she didn't treat Crystal that nicely, but um, she walks in with Jeff to their office and she's like, oh, I you know, this is a designer outfit, how dare she do that? Um, but why were you so quiet back there at the party? And he's like, because you said that we did this, that you did this all by yourself. We're a team. We're a company. You don't just do everything by yourself anymore. Like, we work as a team. That's what I thought we were going to do here. Um, she's like, well, yeah, I mean, I got that magazine cover. And Jeff's like, well, I submitted you for this. Like, why are you being like this like we work together this is our company this means that we work as a team maybe I need to leave Morel Corp and if you're gonna act like this because I want to work with somebody not have somebody you know say that I didn't have my part in this company which I mean he makes a really good point like they did start it together and she took all the credit for it which isn't not a nice thing that she did. I'd be upset too, quite frankly. So that's where they're at there. Um, then we're at another meeting. Um, it's Crystal and she takes charge. She yells at everybody to be quiet. And then she makes Kylie head of PR. Yes, head of PR. Um, and she says to Blake that she did this because... Um, Kylie came to her and she told her how she felt and that she felt like she was being treated a certain way and that's not and and she was like yeah you know she like told me to my face how she felt and we need honesty especially in this company whereas that other woman who wanted to be interim COO went to her husband she was like she backstabbed me I don't think she should get a part like at least if this person hates me, at least she's honest, though. So she'll give us the real deal of what she thinks. And that's what we need. And so, you know, she just explains this to Blake and all that stuff. Um, Tom walks into the manor after Blake gets home from work and he's upset with 
Fallon. Um, and she's like, well, yeah, I like the sex tape, but I didn't star in one. And apparently Blake did not know that Fallon liked the sex tape. So that's a bummer for Fallon right there. Um, Crystal knew, but she didn't tell Blake. And Fallon thought that Crystal would tell Blake, but she didn't. So Blake is not happy. Um, he takes her award and he slams it to the ground right in front of her. So he's like, she may be a joke, but she's my wife. Or she may be a joke to you. Sorry, she's not a joke. Um, but she's my wife and you can't treat her like this. But this hurts me as well that you leaked crystal sex tape. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, he's hurt. So is Crystal. So they have the right to be hurt. Their feelings are valid in that situation. Balance screwed up, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, then Sam and Steven have this little nice scene um, that he wants to be someone's assistant. He doesn't, but he doesn't really know what to do do he doesn't know what his purpose is all that stuff so they just have a nice little conversation um and then it ends with Fallon entering Michael's little loft or I think it's in the stable house um but they call it a loft or something like that and she basically just apologizes for the way that um she's been acting and she um you know, shows up with no makeup on in her little sweater. And she just, you know, she came there to make things right between them. She wants things to work out. She shouldn't have used him that night at the club. She's sorry. She um, really cares about him. And she wants to make it right. She might. She's like, I might be ready to even put a label on this and call you my boyfriend and I want people to know like what our relationship is and then Michael just hits her with a straight no um he says I've heard your apologies before they mean nothing which is kind of a harsh thing to say I mean Fallon did mess up but he's like you're she's like I'm sorry and he's like you're not sorry for what you did you're sorry you got caught um I know you're only apologizing because Blake kicked you out of the manor and you've nowhere to sleep. Yeah, Blake called me and told me that um, he wanted me to help you with your luggage. Um, So he basically is just, you know, kicking her out here, which I think is kind of a cruel thing to do. I mean, um, like, he knows that she's in this vulnerable vulnerable position and He's the one who helped her. He took that picture of Blake and Matthew. I mean, not Blake and Matthew, sorry. Well, um, Crystal and Matthew in the car. So he kind of helped her with this. So I don't really know why he's so upset. He knows who Fallon is. He knows that she, you know, does these types of schemes. And this is how she acts. And he still cared for her, knowing exactly who she is. So I don't really like the fact that he's mad at her for that. Um... But the way that he treated her was not very nice, in my opinion. And then we finish off this episode with a scene between uh, Crystal and Claudia Blaisdell. And, you know, Crystal just goes over there. She's like, I just want you to hear me out. Like, 
I'm really sorry. What I did was wrong. I shouldn't have kept seeing Matthew um, when I found out he was married to you, but I kept up the... I even kept up the ruse while he was dead. Um, and Claudia's like, the whole time you were making a fool out of me, like, you know, this is not okay. And so... Claudia gets, like, really upset at her, and Chris is like, okay, well, like, I'm gonna go. Thanks for listening to me. Like, have a good night. And Claudia is just yelling at her. She's, um, she's like, you don't get to feel better about yourself because you apologized. She's running after her while Chris is crossing the street, and she has a brick in her hand, and she looks like she's about to hit her, and then all of a sudden, Blake hits Claudia with his car. Oops. Um, that's not good. Um, so, yeah. That's how the episode ends. Um, you know, we have no idea what's gonna happen to Claudia. Uh, is she okay? You know, all that stuff. Where's Fallon gonna live? Um, are people gonna treat Crystal better? Well, I guess we'll find out in the next episode. Uh, season one, episode six. So that'll be fun. Um... I, overall, I like this episode a lot. I thought it was very dramatic. Um, it had some good scenes. It was funny. It was um, sad. It had overall good dramatic scenes. You know, the banter between Crystal and Fallon is always fun to watch. You know, Fallon's one-liners and her funny moments. Um, so yeah, I thought it did this episode very, very well. Um, so I rate it like an 8 out of 10. So that's fun. Um, the next episode, I'll just give you a little little preview. Uh, season 1, episode 6 is titled, I Exist Only For Me. And the synopsis for this one is, to give or take, Crystal's house gets, puts Blake in an awkward position. Sammy Joe gets in over his head while babysitting, and Fallon realizes that she has alienated everyone in her personal life and zeroes in on one thing she wants more than anything. So that will be a fun episode to go over. It sounds interesting. It sounds juicy, just like a good Dynasty episode should be. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great day or morning or night, wherever you're listening to this from. Um, I will catch you next week. As always, if you um, ever want to get in contact with me, you can email me or send me a DM on Twitter and Instagram. Have a good rest of your day or night, like I said earlier. Um, catch you next week. Bye.